it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I was wondering if, Brian, you were able to find the theme song for V. <laughs> I, I don't remember what it was, but... I'll take a look. Interstellar Yo, must be Yo, it's V. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been a good way to do it. Uh, Dodgers and Padres get ready to play the second game of uh, spring training. Dodgers had a nice little coming out party yesterday, but whatever. Uh, we should get uh, Yamamoto uh, pitching here in about, they said, four or five days. And Otani says he wants to get about 50 ABs yeah. before the season starts. So Is that normal? It's low, I would think. But, you I, know. I guess maybe normal for him because of him coming back and whatever he wants he likes it i love it mm-hmm. if he feels like that his program is so different than most guys that whatever it's hard to judge him as far as like his whole thing like most pitchers run a ton right his whole thing is he sleeps like that is his his interesting his process involves a ton of sleep napping and, and you know eight nine hours of sleep a night like that's part of his routine whenever he's doing it let's keep it going it's funny that you said Yamamoto in the next few days. I had such a – I've seen Shohei. Yeah. I'm not, telling oh, no, you, I get it. I'm not telling you that, you know, obviously he's not a must-watch, but I have not seen Yamamoto. I, I don't I, – you know, you were explaining to me yesterday, you're like, there's some video of him, you know, pitching in a bullpen, and you're just watching. <laughs> you don't know what you're watching, what you're seeing – I have a lot of curiosity with uh, with Yamamoto. He trains with a javelin. He's small, mm-hmm. and he throws a hundred, and the ball appears to just show up about Jeez. halfway to the plate. I, I don't know. Here's what I do know: if this dude comes in and pitches in the major leagues the way he pitched in the Japanese league, yeah, you're gonna see a lot of guys walking around with javelins. <laughs> I know, I know that's gonna happen because, like any other sport, the copycat league. Wait, what are you doing with that javelin? Buy your stock now. He's five foot ten. Yeah. And throws a hundred miles an hour. That those don't those, most of those guys that do that are like six four, six five, big, how, strong, powerful how dudes. Big, how big was Pedro? Pedro was a little small, like five nine, five ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and Pedro threw really hard, not quite like yeah. that. And he was random, a dog too. Yes, you know? yes. Mm-hmm. Random question: Why is that so? Why, why is, is what? Why do you need to be tall to be a good pitcher? levers? Right. I yeah. mean, it just simple. It's just like longer levers create yep. more power, create you know more velocity and all of these other things. Yeah, yeah it's just levers. There, because you, it's funny when I worked for the Angels, we used to do a show on the field every once in a while, and there would be guys taking ground balls, and most of the baseball players are roughly the same size. They're between five ten, five eleven, and six two ish. Okay, okay, they're 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 big, but they're not huge. Then the guys would come out of the clubhouse and start walking down to the bullpen. <laughs> They're all six five, six yeah, six, six. Yeah, they're just yeah. monsters. Mm. They're just, and it's not a coincidence, right? They, they're not all the same size. Just, oh, that's weird. The reason every NFL quarterback is six five is because that's what works sure. the best, and that's why when there's uh, hesitations on a Murray, right? Or like, like Kyler that, yeah. Murray's five mm-hmm. eleven. Is this really a good idea? Bryce and Young. Bryce Young. You mm. just there's a reason that Matthew Stafford was six foot five and could throw it through a brick wall. I'll Herbert's take him. Six four, six five, whatever he is. <laughs> I think yeah. Herbert's six six. Wow. Yeah, they're just they're giant guys. Speaking of the NFL, 
Sean McVay hired an assistant coach by the name of John Stryker, I believe is how you say this last name. Uh, And he will have the title of, Slee, Game Management Coordinator. Uh, basically, he's going to help Sean McVay with when to call timeout is going to be. Is that really his job? <laughs> yes. Uh, he Sean McVay made a series of jokes uh, where he said, not use my timeouts in the second half until I need to. Maybe I won't burn my timeouts in the second half so early. And then the more extensive explanation mm-hmm. was, this is again Sean McVay saying, this game management coordinator, there's a select group of people who have really earned a great reputation around the league. You look at what this guy's reputation has been in Tennessee, working closely with Mike Vrabel, and I think from afar I've always admired and respected how they handle situations. There's an innate understanding of the rules and how to be able to use those to your advantage, clock management, some of the situational things that do end up coming up. He's done a lot of different things for Tennessee, but when they ended up having a transition, he was the guy that came up available so you want to be able to jump at the opportunity to get him on board because i think he's going to be really valuable there are two criticisms that i think are very fair of sean mcveigh okay. number one is can we run the ball when we get inside the 10 yard line can we just try that occasionally can we not abandon the running game after one or two failed running attempts that's number one i think it's fair he's even said i probably tend to go away from it a little more quickly than i probably should the second one is why do the rams never have a full complement of timeouts at the end of the game bit him in the you know what uh in the playoff game against the detroit lions yeah i emily Let's and i joke game. about it all the time that weird timeout in the middle of the third quarter where you really didn't have to call it but they call it and it occasionally will come back to bite them in the butt that sean mcveigh is addressing this and basically has an assistant coach to help him clock manage so weird. i think speaks to the level of detail that they're getting into and his willingness to self-evaluate. I think it's so, <laughs> I don't know, kind of comical that there is somebody that's just focused on that. And that's not to say that it's not the right thing to do sure. or addressing it. But when you when I told you when I tell you the give me the best coaches right now in the NFL, Sean McVay's name is coming up, of course. And if you said one of his weak links is using his timeouts appropriately or strategically. It sounds like such a basic thing. We watch games, and there's probably many times where it's not hard to realize, McVay, why are you using a timeout right there? Or why does it feel if you got an NFL team that you're rooting for and there's those three lights on with four <laughs> yes. minutes left to go in the yes. fourth quarter, you're like, good job. You know, like you want right. to yell through your TV that you're doing a good job. That's such a weird one for me of how great of a coach he is that that's an area of weakness for him. And to play it off the other side, um, I will give him credit because I, I think he's okay with saying it's on me and and meaning it. He's okay with saying, listen, I got to be better in this area. I didn't know you have to hire somebody to go help you with your timeouts. <laughs> I did not know that there was actually a person that does that. But if they feel like that's something that's needed, then I, I, I don't think anybody's going to argue against the Rams. Yeah, it's not totally uncommon. It's not, he wouldn't be the first person to get this kind of quote-unquote game manager coach, which also should be Brock Purdy's uh, new job. But I think that like Nathaniel <laughs> Hackett did it um, with Denver. It's not totally unusual because I think it's I think we don't understand how hard it both is to call plays and to think about situationally in the game, think about how much time you have left, because I think a lot of times head coaches might have an offensive coordinator that's helping call plays, doing other things. Sean McVay does a lot. And so to have one thing taken off his plate, I think is a good thing. I think that's exactly right, that Sean McVay has a lot on his plate. He also is one of these guys that is 
so prepared and so highly organized and yep. so highly intelligent that sometimes it's I'm trying to be perfect in everything that I do. So, okay, there's a play here. The timeout. It's like just run it anyway. That the timeout yeah. is more valuable. No, at I need the end this first the, down right I, now. Third quarter. This is going to work. It's going to be. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I have the and he's talking and he's analyzing and all things get away from you. You can't. There's a reason that you have assistant coaches. There's mm -hmm. a reason you have assistants just in general to help you with sometimes the minutia. And these are things that rarely matter, but when they do, they matter a lot. Mm -hmm. Like the timeout mismanagement. If they did it a hundred times, sure, eighty. Nine of them, it's not a big deal. But those 11 times where it is a big deal it's can be the difference deal. between sure. you winning the game or not. And that he's willing to do it speaks to his – not everybody's willing to say, you know what, I'm not very good at yeah. that. Let me get somebody who is good at that that can help me. Yeah, and I, I think, listen, there's – it's an important enough – you run into this enough in NFL games where we sit here in a mic on Monday and say whatever team it was, whatever coach – yeah, that was pretty stupid, or they ran out of time, or they didn't – they used the timeout a little bit earlier. So I, I understand the importance of it. just think it's kind of you know funny that that's an announcement for a time management guy. Did you, did you hear the shade that M threw at Brock Purdy there a minute ago? I did ago? hear that, yeah. You want to hear a random story? Mm -hmm. I met Brock Purdy's grandfather last weekend. <laughs> Sitting at dinner with my family, okay. me, Susan, and two boys, mm -hmm. and my youngest son, Michael, had come straight from his high school baseball game. He's still in his uniform. Okay, so okay. we're sitting at dinner. See-through pants? Uh, no, his pants are not see-through, as a matter of fact. The lighting was good. <laughs> it was dark in the restaurant, so you couldn't see anything. Yep. And this older guy, probably looked maybe in his 70s, you know, mid to late 70s, comes over and kind of says, excuse me, I'm sorry to interrupt you guys, but I just love high school sports. I just wanted to hear yeah. if you won your game or not. Yeah. You know, I just... Sorry to bother you. And Michael says, yeah, we won today. It was good. This, that, and the next thing. And he goes, oh, okay, well, anyway, I just, you know, I love talking about it. And he goes, I got to tell you. I tell everybody. He goes, I'm Brock Purdy's grandfather. <laughs> and it was awesome. And he was such a nice guy. And he goes, so if you're getting in a tough spot, I, I'll tell you what I told him. And this is, he's adopted his, you know, you want to, you know, never give up. They never take no for an answer. It was such a nice guy. And then he ended up kind of, that he didn't sit down, but kind of chit-chatting with us for a solid four cool. or five minutes it was really wonderful so we finished dinner before he does we're walking out the door he kind of grabs michael by the elbows go don't forget what i told you he kind of runs through the whole <laughs> list again it was wonderful and now i'm like and i told him i said you know you made something very hard in my life I said, I said, I do some work for the Rams, and now I'm going to have a hard time rooting against your grandson. I said, I'm going to do it, but it's going to be a little harder to do it. Don't he goes, I love the Rams. He was such a nice man. You have help because Emily will do the <laughs> running through Brock Purdy. She's got it down. Yeah. But also, if I was Brock Purdy's grandmother, I would talk about it all the time, too, it, if I was related to someone yeah. cool. It was wonderfully sweet. It yeah. wasn't weird. It wasn't It wasn't one of those, can this somebody get sure, this sure. guy away from yeah. me? It was just a wonderful, sweet said, moment. Like, oh, yeah, he's not a top six quarterback, though. You know he's just a game manager, don't you? <laughs> you know that anybody could have done what he did. He was a super kind guy, a super kind guy. Um, Rams have a draft pick for the first time in – Eight years? First round draft. Eight That's years. crazy. Their last first round draft pick was Jared Goff, and I'm not so sure they're actually going to pick anybody. That's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, is your vehicle due for service? Is it ready to get that general maintenance taken care of? Do you need to get those wipers replaced? 
head into your neighborhood, Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Because for over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. You don't even have to get out of your car at Valvoline. That's why I sent my daughter Kelly in there. I said she needed to get new wipers. I said, just go in there and do it. You can sit in the car. They're going to take care of you. You're going to be in and out of there in 15 minutes. And that's exactly what happened. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, wiper replacement, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. There are over 80 locations ready to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time. So visit SoCalOilChange.com to find one of those 80 locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Tell me this doesn't sound like a TV show you want to listen to or watch. This is the most 80s soundtrack you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. Like the images because we're playing it off of YouTube, it's just like a V coming down, and then these people's faces. You're like, oh, who's this guy gonna be? You didn't know who this was a lizard good. and who wasn't. You yeah, know, that's true. yeah, because hey, they look like us. Because yeah, if I know, you know, there. Okay, was there any indication? Was there like something on the back of the neck? So, like, very good question. Al. Yeah. Occasionally, uh-huh. one of the lizard peoples, one of the V's, one of yep. the visitors, their skin would kind of bunch up, like yep. you could tell where, and then that's how you, it was a bit of a tell. And then once the secret was out, once the cat was out of the bag, mm-hmm. that they were actual lizard people, most of them took off of their human faces and just walked around as lizard people, mm-hmm. but a few didn't. And they were thought that, okay, he's it's safe, he's a human, he's going to protect the human, the human race. Lizard guy. I mean, the drama yeah. off the charts. Huh. I may have to <laughs> watch this simultaneously tonight with you know a Laker what? game. <laughs> Here's the thing. You got a Laker game tonight yeah. to play San Antonio. Maybe Victor Wenbenyama is a V. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. There's one. <laughs> He's from. I never seen anybody that looks like that. Okay, I have a question too. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the V thing on the lizard people. So, did they have like in Scooby Doo like the zipper that comes down and then they, their face? No, they kind of like open? tore it off, like a mask. Yeah. Like, like, oh, look at me. Well, not not like you know, like the Scooby. They go underneath like the collar line of your shirt. Yeah. Like yeah. they like pull it off from the middle of their face. Okay, so there's not like a zipper, so but it's it just off. that yes. like your face like melts off. Almost. Yeah. 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 So they can't put it back on. No, Once it's, off, it's, it's one. Off. It's a one one time use. Okay. Also, do you kill somebody as soon as you know them? They're a lizard person. Like how? Well, they were friendly. How do they die? They were friendly right up until they weren't. 
Yeah. Right? So they, they came in peace. Then. They're supposed to right. be friendly in and, the beginning. And then they realized they were trying to take over and they were trying to eliminate. And yep. it was it was very complicated. they have like shields where they can't get through? Like, Don't remember. I'm just curious if there's like you had to only have a bow and arrow to get no, through. No, I think, no, it wasn't like that. I think like if you shot a V, it, that was it. Like you, they would, you could take them out the same way you could take out regular human beings, I think. Mm. Been a, it's been 40 years since I watched V. I'm going by memory here, but I do remember the lizard baby. <laughs> do you think Wimbenyama's a V? <laughs> well, here, what I was going to say is I told you something a little bit earlier today that was kind of a different world, but in the same world, and it was more AI-based, right? So Wish that, you hadn't. that could be the same thing. Wish you hadn't yeah, done that. West could be the same thing. So I don't know if you guys ever watched Westworld, even the first season of Westworld, fantastic uh-huh. show. But like- the robots, the AI robots, were yeah. integrated in with the people like almost seamlessly, and you couldn't really tell. Who oh, that's was not going to be the not. problem. What he showed me yeah, is going to be the problem. Ain't an issue. <laughs> not an issue. <laughs> I was telling Trav. So, there's a guy that used to be the chief business officer for Google. Um, I think he was there for 12 years, something like that. So I was listening to one of. He was a guest on one of the podcasts out there, and all he was basically just talking about is like where AI is today, and how. Let's say today AI is as smart as any human being on earth or has ever lived. The problem is all it takes is one year for them to double in intelligence. So that means in one year, okay, they're twice as smart. Okay, well, in two years, okay, now they're four times as smart. Okay, then eight times. Like it just kind of continues to double. So Geometric growth. Whatever lizard that you're worried about or any of that stuff, don't worry about that stuff, guys. Don't worry about any of that stuff. (laughs) That is a Westworld, essentially, was that like they kept on getting smarter and smarter and took over. Okay, the whole thing is, why did we even mess with it at all? We have so many shows. I know it's too late, but why did we do that at all? So Wait, mess with what? Say it again. Why did we even tinker with yeah. AI, AI at all because yeah. we've had the Terminator, we have Westworld, we have all I that stuff to tell us. By the way, here's, here's the point. It's, Skynet it's is a, the least of our problems at this point. I understand. It's not going to even be Terminator. Right. It's going to just straight up be that we can't process anything even remote. They're probably not even going to recognize us, recognize or notice us because we're that stupid, and that's not going to take very long. But to play off of why, the why is because people are greedy and every corporation wants initially the idea of ai was what it was to eliminate people it's to kind of like make things as seamless as possible you have robots doing things the cost comes down it was just all from a business perspective now you got every one of these huge corporations just going as fast as they can and that's not including some of the other countries emily are you the one that's you've never seen the matrix no okay brian you've seen it oh yeah all of them okay the matrix is the one where he wakes up in that pink slime pod right uh yeah yeah, okay I'm pretty sure that's happening yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Like the, the once the AI gets whatever it needs uh-huh. from us, it's just going to pink slime pot us, and that's the that's a wrap. Like because there's because here's you know what I don't we haven't even talked about this. Yeah, you know what happened yesterday? We haven't even mentioned this. This kind of hadn't happened in 50 years. Did it yesterday? No, we yeah. didn't mention it. Yep. We landed something on the moon. Yep. Oh, I saw that. Okay, yeah. just kind of like pass over it. <laughs> yeah. No, it really uh, was. It moved. really was like, and the only reason why I knew it <laughs> is because Funches was sending me some NBA stories that I can do with Michael. And he's like, hey, this would be a good one to bring up to Michael. And it just like I skimmed through it just like you're talking about. Like, oh, no big deal. We just landed something. The, the, the phrase, put a man on the moon. Oh, that'll happen when a man walks on the moon. Like that was the ultimate in human achievement. Yeah. And, and, it, and we did it. And we haven't done it in 50 years. So 1972 was the last time the United States landed something on the moon.
We did it yesterday. It's like, yeah, whatever. And Why? all the AT&T towers going. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we're well, no, how, nothing well, to see I, here. Just real quick, on the moon thing, <laughs> how am I supposed to give that attention when I'm on TikTok? <laughs> you can't, that's what they did. See, AI invented the TikTok to take your attention off the fact that they're setting up an alien invasion site yes. on the moon. Yes. So when the moon people come and the yes. Vs take off their masks and the lizard people show up, then we're all like, yeah, we're not even looking. They just walk right in. They set up shop. You know, they you landed know, something on the moon yesterday, and no one cared. You know what started That's all this? You know what started all this? V. <laughs> By the way, there is a reboot of uh, V that came out from 2009 to 2011. NASCAR uh, Eddie uh, tagged us in it. So apparently there was a reboot, but probably no one watched it. I don't remember the reboot, but here I know I'm not alone because Sedano just uh, texted says Diana was the name of their leader, so he remember and she was beautiful, right? Like she was, she had the human skin and yep. she was beautiful. And then even like lizard Diana's like, like eh, not bad, dig it. Also, Diana's such like an '80s name. <laughs> of course it is. And uh, George says it was a huge television moment on NBC in the '80s. George mm. gets it. It was. He knows what's going on. Well, it was lizard people. And now we've got just, hey, we landed on the moon. Everybody's like, yeah, that's cool, uh, Lakers and, and uh, Warriors. Like, it's a big deal. Odysseus happened yesterday. It was like, eh. I still, last really, it's week. it's not a big deal because we're not talking about it. I guess not. You're probably right. Last I guess week, not. the text-to-video AI that I showed you, that is that is a little, that's interesting. It's over. That's interesting. One. No, we're done. Now, listen. I don't know how much AI cares about the playing tournament. <laughs> I don't know how much they're paying attention to the standings, but it would be nice that they kind of let us do our thing. Maybe Wemby's AI. Maybe he's like the uh, manifestation of AI, like the ultimate ba- seven foot five handle, shoot threes, block shots. Like you can tell me not that's real. A human. No. It's not human. That's you not get real. To see him tonight. I'm, I'm yeah, a little jealous. You, you know, it's funny. Kind of looking at the the schedule, a Lakers Spurs matchup. I right, that doesn't mean anything. But the fact that it's just Wemby, and this is, is this not star power? Is this not NBA? Is this not curiosity? Is this not, you know, when an NFL player comes into town and um, now Wemby gets the pub that Wemby's going to get because there is so much pub behind him and he's such a different type of player. I just haven't seen that much of him this year. Because they're terrible. Yes. Yeah. And I, so I think, you know, I was looking at some of his stats. They've won 11 games. He's 20 and 10 a night, right? Yeah. Um, he had a triple-double before the All-Star break that included 10 blocks, and he had five assists that game, which means he was five assists away from a quadruple-double, which has not happened, I think, since David Robinson back in okay. the days. But the only reason why I bring that up is if anyone's going to do it, it's probably going to be Wemby. There's definitely some curiosity to watch him play. I've seen him play against the Lakers, but I have not seen him in person. I, I wonder what's better for his development like when when he went to san antonio everybody's like oh this is the perfect spot they have great success with international players greg popovich is one of the greatest coaches in the history of the league etc cetera, etc cetera. okay fine i'm sure i'm not gonna argue against that is it good for his development to be on a team that's this bad or is it good for his development to be on a team this bad because despite the fact that we'll see clips on Twitter and whatever, and you look at the box score, you're like, oh my God, he almost had a quadruple double. Yeah. We're not really paying attention. that Because it's not – when think about the amount of games that we were paying attention to when a guy like LeBron James came into the league or some of these other people that – Victor Wimbenyama, the best prospect yeah. probably since LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And how many people have really followed him night in and night out? Not many because the Spurs stink. I Is that, that good? I, I think it's very 
don't know if common is the right way to put it, but it, it, this isn't a good example, but I'll give you an example. Shohei can do some amazing things with the Angels, but because the Angels were so bad, you weren't going to sit through a nine-inning game and watch the Angels. Or by the time we got past the All-Star break, you were done with Shohei and the Angels because the games just didn't mean anything. Yeah. Wembenyama is a freak of nature. The guy could pretend, I, I saw some people saying there were a lot of articles and conversations that what he's doing this year, are we truly appreciating this? No, the answer is no, we're not. Because why am I going to watch Spurs basketball who have 11 wins on the year? So whether it's good or it's bad, I don't think it's that uncommon. I guess the, the, but the what's the, interesting about it is Spurs the, haven't been good in a while. No, I, they I haven't. Know. So I'm, I'm kind of confused if this is going to change in but the I'm just, Well, that's, that's a really good question. The NBA regular season, the results of the game is really kind of not important for the vast majority of NBA fans. We're looking for highlights. We're looking for clips. We're looking the drama of the NBA, the story of the NBA. Is this guy going to get traded to that place? Is this guy happy or unhappy? Is Giannis going to do this or that? The Hey, the Bucks have won six of seven. Eh, whatever. Who cares? Mm-hmm. The Bucks are going to be in the playoffs. We'll pay attention when that happens, right? The, the day in and day out of the regular season doesn't really matter like it does like the NFL, for instance. Sure. Yet the Wemby stuff, we're still like in a league where it is a highlight driven league, where it is a clip driven league, where it is a star driven league. The the Wembenyama thing is more. Oh yeah, he's killing it. Have you seen him? No, not really. It's it's really odd. I, I actually, if somebody asked me today, have you been watching? What the answer was no. Yeah. Have you seen? Did you see this highlight that Wemby? No, I probably did not. I see the highlights, but I don't think I've watched him play more than. 30 seconds at a time. You know what I mean? I've mm-hmm. never watched him play an extended basketball game. It's he, odd. He had a game early on. They had the Thunder, and it was him and Chet. I watched that one because I had a curiosity in that one. Um, I watched him a game against the Suns early on where he balled out. Watched him in the two games against the Lakers. That's it. I have not seen. So this kind of watching him in an extended play or in a full game is going to be exciting tonight hot and cold hot is v coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there but if you book a room at la quinta by wyndham you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods fruit eggs yogurt and waffles and really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on shopify (laughs) shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. All right, guys. So I'm going to start with who's hot. I'm going to do ties. Okay, so why ties are hot. Uh, Stephen A. Smith had um, Brian Windhorst on first take with him yesterday. And, you know, they were talking, but then Stephen A. was like, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me just tell you something, Brian. And then he went off 
that Brian Windhorse is the only one that ever comes on first take that mm. never wears a tie. He always has the, like the top button opened, and he's got his look going. Everybody else always has a tie on when you're when you're on first take. And then Stephen A is like, "There's a certain dress code that we have here." So, my uh, what I'm going to ask you guys: Could you guys do a job where you had to wear a tie every single day, and would you enjoy that, Trev? Yeah, I, I, I have had that job. And and I did it, and I didn't hate putting on the suit every day. I mean, may, maybe after doing it for 30 years, you might get a little tedious. I don't mind getting dressed up. I don't mind putting on a tie. I don't mind wearing hard shoes. I mean, given the choice, I would dress like I'm dressed today in a hoodie and pants, but I it, I do not mind wearing men's suits and, and ties. It, it's not a burden for me. I don't like the tie. Like, I'm okay to have a suit on. That's okay. And even now, you know, go to a Laker game, something like that. I'll throw on a suit. I'll have a nice, you know, dress shirt as well. I'm just never putting on a tie. And I don't know if that's just kind of happened. The only times now I wear a tie, it's a wedding, right? Like, I I have to have a tie on. If I have the option and the choice, I don't want a tie on. I just don't. Even on, you know, even on the the marketing side for all those years, we're wearing suits most of the time, but we were not forced to wear ties, and I was glad not to wear ties. Ties are kind of old. Win horse with a tie. (laughs) <laughs> there he goes. Literally He's got right one on the ESPN. He's probably making a point. Um, yeah. yeah, it it's Parkinson doesn't wear one. It's oddly formal now. Like a suit with an open collar shirt is dressed up. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, yeah. a, a, a like suit, business business like. Y- yes, a a suit with a tie is like the you're saying. So that's like funeral wedding. Like for that's almost like a tuxedo used to be yeah, thirty point. years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. So what if uh, Greg came in and was like, hey, guys, I, uh, as my leader, Lord Bergman, yep. I'm declaring that everyone must wear a tie every day for work. Yeah. You'd be able to adjust really quickly? Sure. Yeah. I think you'd be, of all the hosts, maybe Sedano, because usually when we see Sedano, he's doing some sideline stuff. John, probably fine. Yeah, Mace definitely would not wear a tie. Yeah. I. So when I worked for Rome... We got dressed up every day. I'm I mean, we didn't wear up. ties, yeah, but but else. every you dressed business. Yeah, you, you had a pair of slacks. You had a nice collared shirt on. You didn't wear sneakers or Vans or anything. You got dressed every single day. That was the expectation. What Brian how- Brian seems like a tie guy to me. Brian seems like he's uh, rocking maybe ties. Only have like two ties in my life. <laughs> <laughs> When did you learn how to tie-tie? I taught myself how to – I worked at Sears when I was in high school, and I worked in the men's department, and it would be slow frequently, and yep. I did not know how to do it. And so I taught myself – I uh, there was a little thing on the – like an insert in mm. the tie itself on how to fold it and put it on, and you mess around with it a little bit, and that's how I learned how to do it. When I started doing sales when I was in San Diego working at a sports station there, we'd have some events where you have to wear ties, so just – I don't know, my dad – Can you tie a bow tie? No. It's impossible. It's like a magic trick. I don't no, know how anybody does it. It's witchcraft. Not happening. It's clip-on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so now it's time for what's cold. So what's cold is bathroom selfies. Okay, so um, there is a <laughs> restaurant in New York City that's kind of gotten- people do that? Yes, of course. Okay, women do that. Women take ba- selfies in the bathroom, yeah. Not like on the toilet. No, they take oh. it oh. Like in the, the mirror. mirror in front. What take it in the mirror in front. Yeah, yeah they're not- He's yeah. In he the was midst off in a different, of going to the bathroom. Yeah, he was in a different world. Anyway, okay. First uh, off, okay, go get with yours because I have a question <laughs> like, about uh, well, like selfie. if you told me bathroom mirror selfie, I know it, but the, I needed the word mirror in there not okay. to go to a 
Got it. Go on. All Sorry. Right. So uh, the Frog Club in New York City is a uh, quickly getting hyped around the internet and everything. People, it's really hard to get a reservation. People really want okay. to go to this. It's very cool. It's very secretive. Okay. So um, they have a bunch of rules for what will get you 86, which is means you you can't come back here. So here are some of the rules. Some of them are very. Uh, every place would have this. Some are very particular. So one is. No call, no show for reservation. Okay, understand that one, one and done, you're out. Taking photos inside. This includes bathroom selfies. So uh, bathroom mirror selfies. <laughs> uh, but they will give you a sticker to put over your phone, over your phone, the selfie side and the um, uh, other camera, so that you can't take pictures inside of the building, which is which is now becoming more and more common. Can, I, can I interrupt? How, how common? Like, I've never even heard of that I haven't, thing. I haven't heard of that either. Yeah. It's um, at a couple, like, places here in, in New York City, like, that celebrities tend to show up in. Oh. They might ask you or give you when you come in, hey, we're going to, would you mind putting okay. this on your thing? If not, like, if you make a stink, they're probably like, well, if we see you take it out, then we're going to ask you to leave kind of thing. Got it. The place I went to last Sunday, they had, it was a no phone policy. Really? They didn't give us a sticker, but there was a no phone policy. Um, so anyway, so also being rude uh, or inappropriate to the team, stealing or vandalizing, touching memorabilia. I don't know what the memorabilia is. Lying about it being your birthday. <laughs> so saying, hey, it's my birthday. And then they give you a free cake and sing right. to you, I guess. <laughs> right. Uh, canceling your reservation more than thrice. Uh, requesting a free meal or uh, or becoming dangerously intoxicated. All these things tend to be inter- uh, fine, but I think the lying about your birthday—that's the weird one. Is yeah, that's the oh, everything else. It's like look, if you get wasted, blank face, drunk, the fault fo- you got to go. One, the phone one I don't like. I can't have Why my. Why not? I can't. I don't know. You have your phone. You just can take pictures. All right. So if I want to take a picture of the food, I can't take a picture of the food. Not, click, click your n- mind. Not a frog. Or what's it called? Frog is wrong. But that, why do you need just, a picture of your food? Uh, I want to text it to Travis. <laughs> but I'd you like don't to, need like to get it. That you can describe it to I don't, Travis. I don't need it, yeah. but like, I guess the fact that I'm being told I cannot use my phone at a restaurant, I'm sure that this restaurant's probably expensive. I'm sure it's a... like That's a lot of rules to go to a restaurant. None of them, to me, with the exception of the birthday one, is weird. Because, look, how many people are trying to steal a free slice of cheesecake? Is that an epidemic that we need to Maybe. address? Maybe. It's happening. I mean. I'm sure it is, but. You could get a nice. Hey, it's my birthday. I'm going to need to see some ID. That's what we're doing. But there's also a lot of like, influencers <laughs> that'll try to get free meals. Be like, hey, I'll post this on my TikTok. Okay. I'll get you views. No. And, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I think the issue with the phones is more for it's kind of an epidemic with these like very trendy places of these influencers mm. like click 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 all the flashes on you have a video they're like saying we we went to this place it's obnoxious isn't that good for, for other the people. restaurant uh, okay it's that's more different. like it's obnoxious, that's, that's for, obnoxious the for the vibe of the restaurant yeah. to have eight different mm-hmm. influencers trying to blast their phone and all that stuff that is where i think they want to draw the line jesus yeah, I, I don't have a problem with these rules, quite frankly. I mean, they're they're a little stringent, but what? Look, if it's their place, if they if people don't want to follow it, don't come. Yeah, it's not super complicated. Take your bathroom selfie somewhere else. <laughs> bathroom mirror selfie. So the bathroom <laughs> selfie, you know, in, in whatever you could be on TikTok, doesn't matter what you're on. And let's say there's people making fun of those, and you'll just see it's like the the girl is not paying attention that the the toilet paper is hanging a certain way. Or there's like, you know, they're trying to be cute in front of a mirror, but in the background, it's just complete chaos or whatever. With the, the way the sink looks or however it is. I always find that funny. I'm like, what, what is going on here? I, I I don't get any of it. 
You know what I mean? Like I just I I, I don't think you're supposed to. I, I, don't, I don't think, think I am either. I, I like for instance, I do like pictures of food. Like when Emily makes something, when you send me something, like I oh that looks delicious because I think I might like to try to make that, or I might like try to find that in another restaurant. It's it's inspirational, but. Somebody making duck lips in the bathroom mirror, and it's like I don't, I, I don't understand what that is or don't for. Don't send me pictures of your chipino, whatever it is. <laughs> right, right. Like if you told me, hey, listen, not, not interested, I would stop sending them to you. <laughs> but like, so I, I don't know. They're just, I don't understand what it all is. Next gen, hot. Who's cold? Next Gen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN. That's 833-3-N-E-X-G-E-N or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. The Dump's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Slee, so help me with this one because you are the um, college football uh, playoff proponent, right? We're almost there, guys. We're getting there. Yep. And this upcoming season, we're going to have a 12-team playoff. Yep. And, okay, fine. I, I don't hate it, but whatever. They're already talking about expanding from 12 to 14 or 16 for two years from now. They haven't. We haven't played a single 12-team yeah. playoff, and we're already trying to push it out to 14 or 16. What, what's happening? Okay, i got to be honest with you. I guess I'm a little surprised on this. I, I thought when the decision was being made to expand the playoffs, I was a proponent, a fan. I'd have been okay with eight. Like If you'd have told me the top eight are in, let's use this year as an example. Got some pretty damn good games if you're taking the top eight teams in the country. For sure. Um, when they went to 12, I wasn't opposed to it. It was like, okay, you know what? 12 it is. Let's roll with this damn thing. Get excited about it. When they started talking about 14 or 16, I think what you just said there, we haven't even tried it yet. It's like you're, you know, you're thinking about building a home and before the home is built, you're working on remodel plans. It's like, well, let the home get built first, you know, and then we could worry about. What works? What, what do I want to remodel? You know, yeah. I don't even know. Do we need a bigger kitchen? I, I, I would. I, I think this is just, and it shouldn't be a surprise of what's happening, because any way they can squeeze out an extra dollar, yep. they're going to do it. Look, and if that takes, you know, you had an example when we were prepping. You're like, Al, why do I want to watch Boise State versus? You pick whoever it is. Maybe Boise State's not a good example. because No, it's the right example. Okay, well, why do I want to watch this versus that? Boise State, NC State. They don't care about the quality. They don't care how competitive it's going to be. All they care about is, cool, so we got a couple more games in. What's ESPN going to play now to carry this and that advertiser? And that's it. The, 
when we have 12 this year, fine, whatever. The f- top four teams get buys. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wait until the next round when the four best teams are actually in it, and now it's actually interesting because the fifth team playing the 12th team, let's say it's Notre Dame against Boise State. Okay. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's like there's nothing in that that is intriguing to me. All The only thing that could possibly happen is you could take the fifth best team out for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Boise State's not going through. And now let's let's expand. Let's put two more teams that are worse than Boise State okay, in Okay, but here's what else can happen. And – you might not watch Boise State versus Notre Dame, but hypothetically that year, it's Notre Dame versus Penn State. That's different, but that's not what this is going to be. The more, the, the more you add, you're only adding bad teams. The more well, the bigger you make it, the worse the field gets. That That's not wrong, but I'm saying that there are also big programs. I'm just, uh, let me... Uh, yeah, but if that big program... Texas Tech, I'm just using as an example. Hard pass. I, I, I get it, but there's... If you don't watch it, they're not, I don't think, scared. They're not worried about you. I think there's enough out there that they're saying to themselves, Trav may not watch the first round of March Madness because I'm typically not going to. The more you expand the field, the worse the teams get. Okay. It's just it's just math, right? If there's only 10 seats at the table, you're going to get 10 pretty good teams. And if there's 20, you got 10 more teams that aren't as good as the first 10 it's just it doesn't make any sense to me there's also a world in which yes again i understand your point of if you expand you get worse teams but what if hypothetically it's it's uh you know lsu but it's versus the guy from utah state but the utah state guy is going to be really high in the nfl draft like it's that that quarterback is going to be very good so it gives you a way to see good players uh, and high high in high stress situations so you can see maybe how they would do in the nfl i don't know i'm gonna see him in the nfl anyway yeah but you can see maybe and he's gonna watch i don't know you're gonna watch yeah i i'm not watching bad teams i don't do it like they did all it is it's a glorified bad bowl game okay it's a glorified bahamas bowl we're just putting brackets on it and saying that it's important it's not they're, none of those teams like are that. glorified. You, you know, it, it is. Yeah, it's a glorified Bahama Bowl. It's just okay, that, why is that hey, different? Why is that different when you watch two bad NFL teams? I don't. First of all, remember you tell me the Thursday night as bad as they were. It is, you were still watching. I just like NFL football. Okay, I, I could think be that. it could Maybe be you what know it the is. Players, you know the I, coaches, and you know. I know that they're good. Even bad NFL teams are pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need more mediocre stuff there's so much stuff is there's now once you get down to alabama playing michigan in the quarterfinals i get it you got my full attention but this expanding it so hey montana's in this year let me ask you this is eight the right number eight twelve is fine okay whatever i I, I think think 12 is the outer limits of where you're going to get teams that are interesting Mm -hmm. i think one way that parity might help with expanding the playoffs is because more teams will make more money that means that maybe more teams will have okay. better facilities and the parity what won't be as stark as it is right now which is that four teams every sure. year are the only people yep. that can ever be Absolutely on a stage of dominating I, I get that and more money for the people that need the money for the, that that's great mm-hmm. i'm just saying that the college basketball tournament, I think, is the thing that you need to be careful of, right? Because there are so many teams in that that are just filling space. That are that, And I know that once in a while, one of these teams will win a game. I know that even once in a while, one of these teams may go on a little bit of a run. And, and anyone it's can fun. win a basketball game. I, I, mm-hmm. I get it, but there's so much just garbage in these tournaments that I, I, I want 
the filet. I want the very best part of it. The NFL very rarely has a bad yeah. team in there, right? It, it, once in a while, you get a team that's under, but it doesn't happen very often that you get teams that are good, that can win. We see teams come from the wild card, go to the Super Bowl yeah. kind of frequently. And I, look, if that starts happening here, then maybe I'll change my tune, but I don't need a bunch of Mountain West college football playoff oh, games. Yeah. I don't need Conference USA loading up with we got hey, a shot we got conference usa going up against the fourth place team from the acc yeah, great who cares i think it'll work itself out. filet you said you just want the filet yes right? what's why i want to go to a buffet <laughs> you know what i mean you want the option of you're not going to get the best quality mexican food chinese food italian food <laughs> yeah but you, you get all three when's the last time you went to golden corral uh, well, since I didn't get the job there <laughs> exactly. when I interviewed for them, well, I got the job, but I didn't call back in time. It was today uh, that Bobby Knight threw his chair across the court, uh, which Bobby Knight had a lot of moments where his anger got the best of him, but that might be the most, most iconic popular, yeah. one where yeah. he chucked the chair across the court. Yeah. I, right. If I say, hey, think of Bobby Knight, what is it? First thing that comes to your mind it is him throwing a chair. Literally, you just see that chair sliding across the hard floor or the hardwood. Um, yeah, that, that might be the most iconic one. When I think of Bobby, that, that's certainly – I just think of a, a bully. I know he's a great basketball coach. I know that he won a lot of games. Sure, I know that sure. he won championships. But I just think of a guy that literally bullied people for 40 or 50 years. That he would bully media, he would bully his players, he would bully referees, mm-hmm. and it was like it, it was it was just deeply off-putting to watch him try to intimidate people. And when he couldn't do it, he would explode. Mm-hmm. That's just it's like, come on, man, you're, you're gonna try. And he he did. He bullied and intimidated his players to the point where they were terrified of him. And then somebody finally tried to push back a little bit, and he choked him. Cool. In an era, it's like, where it was, come on, man. Yeah, that's a different era. Yeah. yeah. Pinocchio came out today in wow. 1940. That uh, that was number, I want to say the second, wasn't Snow White the first like major release Disney movie? I think Pinocchio Feature was the film. second. Feature yeah, film, that's what I'm looking for. One. 1940. Steamboat Mickey, your Damn. best friend. Steamboat Willie, first of all. And yeah, I mean, it's, why not? What's the cartoon that John Oliver has? Because it's, that Steamboat Willie's now part of public domain. You can use the image, hmm. do, make it do whatever you want it to do. Which can get dicey. What is John Oliver's cartoon? Uh, I would suggest that everybody just Googles okay. it. Okay. <laughs> that's all I need to hear. A couple of birthdays. D'Angelo Russell turns 28 today. 28 today. Okay. Uh, Emily Blunt and Aziz Ansari turned 41 today. Emily Blunt, M, the iconic role for her so far has been? Devil Wears Prada. Yes. Mm. Yes. By far. It's her best role. She is nominated this year for Oppenheimer uh, as Best Supporting Actress, but uh, I don't think that this should be her Academy Award nominated role, but her and em- her and Devil Wears Prada is fantastic. It was her first role. Was it really? Mm-hmm. In in like feature film. I was yeah. gonna say not okay okay like I, her I think first she'd be on stage. Big I don't one. even know if she'd be on TV before, but this is her first one mm. of note. Was Devil Wears Prada? Nikola Jokic now has a triple double against every single team in the NBA, with the exception of the Denver Nuggets. Now that he got one against the Washington Bullets, Washington Wizards last night. Twenty nine years old. So, guy's going to be in the league. We'll see how much longer, but he's 29 years old. And he's got a triple-double versus every team. You, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Like, wait a minute. Just think about this for a quick second. You only play the East teams twice a year. Yep. So, you got to – and 
for him to have it, there's certain players that having a triple double literally means nothing. It's just another day at the out. Whenever I see LeBron and it's 28, 10, and 10, it's like, okay. It's routine. Yeah, it is what it is. But uh, Jokic doing it at just age 29. I know Bron has done it as well. Now, the difference to Jokic obviously just hasn't done it against Denver. Bron has gone up against and all these LeBron's teams. LeBron's been played. in the league 10 years longer than yep. him. Yep. You know, it, it's. it's it, Jokic is the best player in the league. I know there are other great players. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who was great last night against the Clippers. Mm -hmm. He's terrific. Giannis is terrific. Embiid is terrific. There are other great players. Jokic is the best player in the league, and it's probably not close, right? Is he that much better than the next best guy? Embiid. Embiid's pretty close. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, Embiid Embiid can do a little bit of everything. He's a better defender. Um, Embiid could— He can't pass like that. Nobody— No. Can't shoot like that. He's the best— passing um he's the he's the best passer in the nba yeah. as a not even as a big man he's the best, he's best passer, passer in, the in the nba he can mm-hmm. shoot like i know mb can make some shots but he doesn't shoot like Jokic. he's he is a better defender mm-hmm. Jokic just does everything either excellent mm-hmm. or pretty darn good maybe mm-hmm. with the exception and even his defense is probably what average maybe slightly below average he was better and better than i thought against the lakers in the playoffs i forgot to ask you this and it's just because we brought up you brought up Shea Gilgis what'd you make of the Thunder winning again last night and this time against the Clippers that the Clippers aren't ready to go win four series in a row uh-huh. That 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 that's what the Clippers are good, and I think like the Thunder. I don't think are ready. I think they're just they just haven't been through the ringer enough times to know what that feels like. I think a team like a Denver or yeah. even a team like Golden State will just they they've been around enough. Even the Lakers, they just they've been through it enough times to know how not to freak out in those mm-hmm. big moments. The Clippers, it was one of those they, they just didn't look as good as the mm-hmm. Thunder, and it's just okay to win four rounds in the playoffs is really hard. At the end of the night, it was like oh Denver's still the team to beat. That's where I landed mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm surprised how Thunder they've actually beat a lot of good teams. Now if Lakers playing in the playoffs, still take. You know what we should do, Brian? Super crosstalk. Woo! This is great. You were a V fan. Oh my god, V was fantastic. <laughs> I I was in high school. Yeah. I was fascinated by aliens sure and outer funny. space and all that. And oh, man, they would take that mask They'd pull off, it like off their middle pull of their it face, right off their face, and you'd realize, oh my god, that was a lizard all along. Now I thought it was a lizard person that impregnated a human. Was it? That, mm. That's right. Did I say it wrong? You said it was a. Human that a human woman a delivered person. a lizard baby. Right, and yes. that's and do you remember? That's an important detail because <laughs> that changes everything for me. Do you remember back in the day they would stop? They would end the show. The cliffhanger. The cliffhanger yeah. was you didn't see the baby. Yes, the, you had to wait. She was in the the hospital delivering, struggling to deliver, and then the people in the room kind of went, (gasps) and then it went on the next (laughs) (laughs) beat. It was so great. Did you know there was a reboot? No. Apparently there was a reboot. When was the reboot, M, for V? When was the reboot for V, M? 2009 to 2011. No. I completely missed it. No. I I don't know it. We could never have another V, right? By the way, the great thing about V, and you you said it, it was the cheesiness of it. (laughs) Yes. It was the, that doesn't even look like a lizard. That mask is not real. It was like all that stuff that was fun. Although in the time, if I put myself in my head at that time, I was like, was I think I was buying the whole thing. I mm-hmm. bought it all. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember my mom and dad being like, this is so crappy. She said, what, you, you were like 12 or something? I was like 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It doesn't age well. I was a senior in high school. It cannot <laughs> I, possibly have aged well. A senior in high school. That's yeah. funny. 
I, I Googled some pictures from this thing earlier, and it's it's absurd how I, I, I remember it being campy and yeah, bad. Yeah. Far worse than I even remember. Oh, yeah. No. Pull up some V pictures. Yeah, the, for you the special effects were terrible. They were terrible. Let me see here. Yeah, Let's I had to look at here. some photos. Brian apparently watched the reboot. You watched yeah. the oh, reboot? You watched the reboot? I just pulled up the you know picture of it kind of deal. Definitely watched the review, and oh, it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, wow. I okay, this looks it familiar. It was definitely pretty good. Yeah, definitely pretty good that. reboot. <laughs> oh, my God, that is so stupid. <laughs> we watched that and thought it was amazing. That, that was re- I, wonder oh. if it, they, they, I wonder if that's what aliens really look like. Right. right? That, right. Uh, that's what it it's is. Always, I mean, it's always a lizard, right? They're always lizard people. That's the reboot of V. Do you, now I remember it. I do remember seeing oh, that. Oh, yeah, I do yeah. remember that. I rem- yeah. Brian, and you say thumbs up on V reboot? Yeah, I never saw the original, though, but the reboot, oh, the, I'll give it a thumbs up. The original is now a laugh ride. I, I think promise you have you. to see the original That's now. the original, Brian. Oh, yeah, you I'm checking that out. reboot. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so bad. So bad. That doesn't look good. So I walk in, I'm talking to uh, Emily for a minute there. First of all, I am stunned and shocked and amazed that Emily has never watched The Matrix. Yeah. I, is- I love the Mashanskis. Like, I think that their stuff is great because I, I really love um, their, like, mobster mafia maf- movie they made. Um, it, it's uh, Bound. Bound. Bound is awesome. Yes. Joey Pantaleone yeah. and uh, oh, Gina great. Gershon and Quick. Meg Tilly. Joe Pantaleone's in The Matrix, too. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he is. Right, Mace, for all the movies, Matrix, uh, that is a little surprise. Because that's a top ten all-time movie Are you me. a sci-fi person, Em? I love sci-fi. I just, uh, for some reason, it has not crossed paths with me. I really want to see movie. it. I just, I would love, one, to see it in a theater if I can, because sometimes they replay old stuff. Yeah. Um, Flush not- two and three down the toilet. I've I, heard I would bad. just rather stick with yeah, one. Yeah, I never saw them. Yeah. The, the sequels? Yeah. I don't think I did I either. Them. I heard they were not, Brian, you saw them. I saw all of them. The first one's by far the best. Are you a yeah. red pill or a blue pill by, uh, guy, Brian? Uh, whichever one makes you wake up from the pod. That's that's the red pill. Yeah, I want give pill. me the blue. The red pill wakes you <laughs> up. The blue pill, you just go along blindly while- I want to realize- drink martinis, play golf, and go for walks. Yeah, if that's the right. blue pill, let's go. Yeah, your that's, matrix that's, is not bad. That's good <laughs> Your, your matrix is actually pretty good. It's for the, you got a fun nice. job. You play a lot of golf. You have dinner every Friday night with Susan. You have your martini. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. It's a pretty good deal. John combo plates with you coming up. Another oh, that's combo right. coming. Very exciting. I, I'm yeah. looking forward what to it. What day are you doing that? It's the next- Next Eastern trip, whenever the Lakers oh, it's two leave. Weeks. For a, two okay, weeks. A weeks. So there yeah. you go. Did you watch V? Remember the miniseries V, where the so. aliens come down and they the in, lizards infiltrate Earth. Yeah, I'm not a sci-fi guy. The I, Mason had to drag me kicking and screaming to Game of Thrones, which I loved. But okay. I, I won't watch any sci-fi. Yeah. I've never even in high school. I've never seen an episode of Star Trek. Well, I have never. I don't know if seen I have any. Of I the Lord of either. the Rings movie. Yeah, I, Lord of the Rings I've seen. I, I did not Lord like Lord of the Rings. I've, I've never seen Star Wars. Uh, the first three, the okay. first six. Okay. So I'm like not in 20 years. Um, here's the biggest one that Kobe used to just shake his head at me about. I've never seen any Harry Potter anything. Neither have I. Yeah, Harry neither Potter. have I. Neither neither have I. Have no. so not not Harry Potter. I got to ask about something called V. <laughs> yeah, didn't read didn't read the books, didn't see the movies. I know, you know, Hogwarts You see everything. And, How did oh. you miss the Harry Potter movies? I, I you know what? I always thought oh, that must be for little kids. Yeah. I I, I know always that's Harry not true, Potter right? was for little kids. No, I know, I know grown-ups a, like yeah. Bergman watched uh 
he's a big he did a whole game one here uh, on the show one time where none of us had ever seen Harry Potter and he was asking you know what he was are, trying to throw a game to Brian it worked the, it worked yeah. Smith people or I don't know yeah. what the hell you were talking about but it was one of the worst games we've ever had a lot of negative public reaction over it. Guys, I'm going to leave this up to you the rest of the way. I have high school baseball that I need to go oh, watch. Nice. So yeah. you can talk amongst yourselves. Wait a minute. Uh, high high school gone. baseball where? Uh, Dana Hills High School. So it's like a 3 o'clock start? Yeah. Um, if you leave now, will you get there, Will you be their first pitch? Yes, if I leave now. Okay. And the boy may play today, so I need to Yeah, you should because uh, I, as I learned driving in today, the 110 freeway, if anyone gets in an accident, everyone has to That's stop it. and look. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's true. And I mean, it's like four cars piled up on the side, and I'm just like, <laughs> Go! Why are we? The thing here? that pisses me off is when they're not even in your lane. Like the accident is on the other side of the yeah. freeway, and everybody on your side. What are we of the hoping to see? Goes slow. Like, I, what, what are, we, are we trying to see blood and guts? I don't want to see anything. I don't want to see anything. I want to get to where I'm going. Do I. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see carnage. That sounds terrible. Can yeah. we? Um, want to see V? Can we call you? And then just stay with us. Oh yeah, like, call me as many times you want. Live yeah, from I would Nan, do what I do. Yeah. <laughs> just let it go to voicemail. Feel free to call yeah, me. All right, you guys. Yeah. This is right. Right. So your in and out. You want an, okay. you we'll want play an, in, you want an injury update? Uh oh, sure. LeBron probable. Good. AD questionable. questionable. Oh boy. So I think as this twenty-five game stretch comes down, look at it. so the play-in tournament right now. Think about this. Would include. Yep. The season ended today. Mm-hmm. LeBron, Steph in a 9-10 game. Right. And Booker and Durant against De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis in the 7-8 game. The play-in tournament might be higher rated than right. the actual and playoff. And these are real teams. You know, right. If, you the get... La- if the Lakers were to win that first game against Golden State, well, mm-hmm. the second game is no cakewalk. And it would be on the road. As a matter of fact, after last night, both of them might be on the road. The Lakers are only a half a game out of 10th. Yes. Yeah. yeah what, um, what's, what's interesting is... Utah and Houston basically have fallen off. Yeah, there's a cushion there. So, so in other gonna, words, they're I almost think we know for who sure the ten, make the I, th- play I think in. we know who the 10 are. We just don't know the order. You're going to be in the play-in, but the chances – we're talking about it. If if you're 7 or 8, I feel good that the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If you're 7 Last or 8. Last year they were 7. Okay. Yeah. If you're 9 or 10, it's a coin flip. It is a there's coin a flip. Fifth, I, I think there's just well, as good think of a about, chance think to about not this make, scenario. It make it. It could be – Lakers Warriors Steph against LeBron in the elimination play-in game, mm-hmm. right? And then if you win it, you go to Phoenix and play against Durant, Beal, and Booker. Yes. Uh, or you go to Sacramento and play against play De'Aaron Fox and, and De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Yeah, they're making they're making life harder than themselves. Okay, twenty-seven losses for the Lakers, so they're four games in the loss column back of all those other teams in front of them. Right. So the, the Kings, the Suns, Dallas all have 23 losses. They only have 25 games. Yeah, right. You know, so it's not like... Well, what you have to do is win the head-to-heads, which went last mm-hmm. night was one of them. Tomorrow night or uh, Sunday in Phoenix is another one. Those are the ones because you can hand them a loss and pick up a game. But they won't be favored Sunday no. in Phoenix. They'll, no. they'll be favored tonight. We're, we're well, t- I'm sure they're favored considerably tonight right Spurs, that's got yeah. a 10 is a 10 yeah. yeah yeah we were talking about it on Wemby and you got a chance to see him because you were in San Antonio yeah. for those I've seen games. him play in person twice have, have do you guys do you feel like there's been enough conversation about Wembenyama or yes. no because of the Spurs and just Spurs no. are just not a good team uh anybody who covers the NBA regularly will tell you the guy is an absolute alien I mean um he's first of all he's 7-4 yeah 
He has arms that go down to his knees. He's 19, mm-hmm. and he leads the NBA in blocks at age 19. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I heard you and Trav talking about Yo- uh, Jokic and Embiid. Embiid's just as good as Jokic. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I Embiid, a lot of people think Embiid's better than Jokic. The difference is Jokic is durable and Embiid isn't. Um, wh- the only question about Wimbanyama, if he's going to the Hall of Fame, is can he stay healthy? Right, he's, he's. You can tell already. He's and I'll there. tell you, the, we had this conversation when you were gone, John. But we were talking about who's the next face of the league post Steph, post LeBron, all that. I I think it very well as long as he stays healthy could be one Banyama. Yeah, they've got to win. Yeah, they've got to figure out how to win. Um, but it won't be an American. No, you I mean, know you think about it, it'll be Jokic, it'll be Luca, it'll be, you know, what Wemby. about Jason Tatum? I don't think so. No, I mean he's on a good team. Yeah, he's on a he's good a team. Great player, but I don't. I don't you don't think he's, think he's got the charisma to be that guy? I don't think he's the best player in the league. I, I, I just think Jokic is better. But isn't there a Wemby's difference between better. being the best player and being the, the face, face of the league? Well, you the, if you're going to be the face of the league, you have to win titles. Mm-hmm. Tatum doesn't have any yet. Wemby obviously doesn't have any yet. Luka right. doesn't have any. Jokic just got one, um, so and he might be getting another one. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you know, you can't be the face of the league if you don't win. So... Michael, yes, sir. Did you guys talk about the All Star game at all? Yeah. So, Michael, I bring up All Star game. He's going to hallucinate. Oh, my God. This is the worst game ever. And he's not wrong. No, it was terrible. This is the worst game. Yeah. Would they ever, we were talking about this yesterday, go USA versus the world? Yeah. Hockey Hockey Haven't they done it? No, hockey did it. The the NBA hasn't done that? No. Okay, so Michael was saying, well, you can't do that because now you're going to have a lot of these Americans who deserve to be All Stars can't get in the All Star game. And my point to him was, well, the guys who are there already don't care. As in, you're going to pick 12 people right. that represent the you. world, 12 people that represent the United States. They, the ones who don't make it, please don't complain you didn't make it. Nobody cares about it. And there are 12, care about the there are 12 foreign-born players who are all worthy of being all-star. But wait a minute. Would you divide it? Would you say vote on the world side, vote on the— I think, American side? How yeah, would that work? How, so you'd have be, a team. Yeah, you would just vote for like you vote for East and West. It would just be world. I can or hear them American. not trying already. Right. That's, that's there's it only wouldn't one, make a damn bit of difference. There's only one thing that's going to fix it. Look at the in season tournament. Money. They all played hard because they all got five hundred thousand dollars. If they it won. was that banner, John. They, they wanted that any, banner. Do they get anything for the All Star game? Zero compensation. Zero. Nothing. Yeah. No, they should. Uh, I mean, I know they make a lot of money off of it, but. The slam dunk contest is trash, yep. and so is the game. The itself. highlight of the weekend was Steph and Sabrina. Yeah, that right. was great. You're right. That yeah. was great. And by the way, I can you can see a spot down the road where maybe it's uh, Caitlin Clark versus uh, Steph. Um, or they were or you put it. Caitlin Clark and Sabrina against, against Steph and Clay. Players. There you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anthony Slater mentioned that yesterday. What's uh, what's going on today? What are you guys doing? Uh, a lot of screwing around. Michael's going to be here. Pepe's okay. going to be here. Do All you know right. when Pepe orders uh, coffee at the Starbucks downstairs, when they call his name, they'll say, Pee-pee, your macchino is ready? Oh, seriously. The, People don't know how horse. to pronounce P-E-P-E? <laughs> no. Pee-pee. Oh, please. Pee-pee. Right. This is what so, he says. And it's all about respect. Respect, Pepe What time says. will that be happening at Starbucks if anybody wants to see uh, it? Probably uh, 1.30, Pepe. <laughs> Pee Pee will arrive at the Starbucks. Well, he'll stop at one in Orange County, so he has one on his drive-in, and then he'll reload when he gets here. Yes. All right, Super Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out Burger, that's what a hamburger is all about. Mason Island coming up next.